In this episode, we had a chance to talk to Tristan DeYoung about his hockey career so far with his amazing experiences and opportunities that he has received. Tristan is our first QMJHL athlete and it was interesting to hear his stories on playing in Moncton. He was an awesome guest to have on and hope you enjoy it. Please welcome to the podcast our first guest from the QMJHL, Tristan DeYoung of the Moncton Wildcats. What's up, fellas? Um, so just what was what, what was your experience first? We tried to we're trying to get some variation between episodes and what was your experience being all the way in Moncton uh, when the season got canceled and coming back home? Um, well, first of all, with the team we had, that was like painful. Um, we didn't think it was gonna like in reality. We were just like, okay, maybe a couple weeks and things will settle down and we'll get back going again. So um, we had a team that was stacked. And um, I don't know if you've seen the stand-ins, but we uh, we were second in the league coming two games left, and then we were in playoffs. So um, we built up that Christmas, and this was our year to kind of make a run for it. Um, right. And when I say that, I meant both the Q Championship and the Mem Cup. So uh, it was definitely heartbreaking. Um, There's a lot of good boys on that team. I don't know what's going to happen with this upcoming season and how it's going to go with who's going where, but we had a lot of AHL players that are going to be in the AHL and the NHL ranks next year. So wow. um, it's not going to be the same team. And it was definitely disappointing. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's always like, I don't know if I should say it's always, but like it, it's, it just sucks when you have such a good team like that and it's, it's gone. Right. Yeah. And like, you never seen this before, right? Like this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you get, maybe a team gets upset in the first round that they stack for it. Okay. Oh, well, you still like had a chance to change the outcome, but sure. with the, you can't do anything about it. So that's what yeah, it, it almost, it almost stings more. I know because yeah. you never even had a shot at it. Right. Yeah. And you're going to live whatever and whatever's left in my hockey journey saying like, what if, and yeah, what could exactly. happen if we made the memory, but you never know what could happen, right? So yeah, yeah. So for all of our viewers who don't really know, and I don't even really know, I know a little bit. And you see yeah. that their attendance ranking, but what's what's junior hockey like in Moncton? In Moncton, um, it's a great city. You know, the whole Q, um, it's a great league. I think over the years, the Q has established themselves as a a good league compared to any of the other CHL um, leagues. You know, it's always been. I've lived in Ontario, so it's always been about the OHL and everybody coming out of the Toronto leagues, going to the OHL is the best league to be in, right? Um, but when I went to the Q, um, you know, based on I got drafted to the Barry and uh, I went to some of their camps and um, based on the skill level, I wouldn't say there's nothing different, you know, maybe the O has a bit more depth. I'm not sure. I don't know how they um, rank on, but when you go to the top 10 CHL rankings, it's um, you know, even throughout. And then um, needless to say, like I, I haven't experienced the OHL or WHL myself, but when I've played, I've noticed the skill, the speed, everything about it is uh, is good, specifically in Moncton. Like it's a world-class organization. Yeah. Um, our owner, Mr. Irving, he's, uh, he's the one that invests his time and money into the team. And then it, all the way down, um, when I first got there, um, I kind of went out on a limb. I didn't really know much about Moncton or New Brunswick in general. Um, and my player advisor told me to try it out. And 
they were interested in me. So uh, when I went out, I wasn't thinking much of it, but I instantly fell in love with the city and the people that were there and the boys that were there. Um, you know, East Coast boys are funny. Um, you have a mix of Quebec people on the team too. So there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of, um, you know, boys you just love having around in the room. Yeah, um, I bet. So I think my overall experience in the queue, it's been good for my development personally. And um, being with the boys, have memories I'll never forget. So it's... Yeah, that's great to hear. Was it yeah. was it hard like adjusting from like coming like from Ontario like traveling all the way over there like was it hard to kind of first kind of know your bearings and kind of yeah yeah you know, I mean mindset? anything anything you're living away from home for that or that distance you can't just like drop in and see your parents every weekend right so right. Um, it was definitely tough at the start uh, I wasn't really homesick I kind of prepared for it when I went to um, St Catharines from okay. the um, GOJHL and I was about two or three hours away from home so that kind of prepared me on playing or living with billets and playing away from home right and uh seeing my parents only so often so I was used to it in that aspect but um it's still a hike to get down there so oh, yeah. The, yeah and it's isolated right you can't just come back to Ontario on the weekends and yeah true fly out so <laughs> It uh, took a bit to get used to, but it was worth so, it. Well, let's get started in order now. You kind of touched on a couple of things, but right, right back into the the, uh, the minor midget or minor hockey in general. Um, you said you lived in Cambridge for a bit, but you played yep. in Waterloo for how long? And now um, you had that really good team in Waterloo with Playfair, and I'm seeing Gritz yep. actually plays in the queue as well now. He does, yeah, yeah. He uh, plays in Rwan. So what is- was what was your minor hockey experience with them like? Um, you know what? Like I, I played three years in Waterloo and, um, you know, I was kind of the new kid coming from Cambridge. Uh, I don't like, I still keep in touch with all the boys today. Um, you know, I can't see everybody because of the whole situation that's going on, but I see a lot of people at the gym. Uh, I try to, you know, you see people at parties, you see people, um, you try to get out for a round of golf and stuff, but, uh, that team was also one that I'd never forget with the memories and stuff. We won two championships, uh, minor midget and major Bantam. And, um, yeah, the boys I had from me coming from Cambridge, um, they accepted me. Uh, we played, we had a, that's another organization, the Waterloo minor hockey that is second to none for minor hockey. And they'll take care of their players like a junior league, just like, Moncton takes care of their players like an NHL league. Right. So um, I had nothing but good things to say about both teams. And it was fun. Um, I still remember winning the championship both years. Yeah, that's know, awesome. Nothing, not everyone can say that they did that, especially yeah. in minor hockey. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, so we'll, we'll go and what, something that came in my mind is, what what were what were your sights at the time? What were your goals? And obviously, you decided to go to the queue, and we're going to get that. I want to get into your decision making in the future. Yep. But was NCAA ever in the picture for you, or was it like most people like OHL, 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 and then back was played major junior somewhere else? Was right. NCAA there? Um. Yeah. Well, actually, so I started um, out of minor midget. I got drafted, so um, I went to Barry in my first year, and even my second year. The first year, as you know. Um, if you're first round, second round, even if you're a 
good player. Like, you know, you can hop in there and be used to it right away, but I still had some room to grow. Um, I needed to get faster and stronger. So I wasn't expecting, I still tried my hardest to get on that team that year, but uh, the OHL was definitely my first picture uh, when I got drafted was to train to make that team. Um, they had a good team, Barry, when, when they drafted me. Um, and even in the year later and things didn't work out the way I wanted to and how I fit with the team and how they wanted me to be um, uh, a role on their team. So uh, that didn't work out. So I stayed in the junior ranks and after two years, that's when I was like, all right, let's focus on school, right? Um, right. So I've always been pretty good in school and I always thought it'd be a good league if I didn't get to my draft year, um, like saying NHL draft year. It'd be a good league to develop longer and get stronger uh, so that when I'm out at university, that I'm ready for the show. And then um, what happened from there? So I signed with the Oakville Blades at the OJHL, and they were a hell of a team too um, that year. That's when I, that's the same summer that I went to Moncton. So I went to Oakville, signed with them, and then I felt out the trip to Moncton to see just like, what they had to offer. And that was the biggest decision I had to make because I had a couple of schools that were looking at me, but I didn't really have anything set in stone. Um, I had one school that was really interested in me and they wanted to see a few things before, um, like in the OJ, they wanted to see me play in the OJ before they put anything in writing. And um, when I went to Moncton, uh, that's when they offered me school in Canada and they basically made up what I missed from the two years in Barrie. Yeah. And um, that kind of set the deal for me. It was determining whether to hope for something that you never know what could happen with the team or with even myself and injuries and stuff going yeah. into a scholarship. And then something was set right in place and I felt sure about the decision I was making. So when I went to the queue, I didn't think of anything of it. Like I said, I barely even knew where Moncton was before I went there. <laughs> And um, when I went out and they gave the deal and told me how I'd fit with the team, that's when I kind of sold on it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it also sounds like uh, you bounced around a little bit throughout your your younger career there. Yeah. Were you able to pick up a lot of skills wherever you went to? And, like, did you, were you able to take a lot of, like, information in wherever you yeah, go? Yeah. Like, Are you talking about show? junior, first couple of years of junior? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I started in Cambridge um, with the Winterhawks. And the reason I had to switch to St. Catharines was because the team folded that year. Oh, so okay. yeah. I followed my coach, my head coach, to St. Catharines. So I had the same coach for those years. So um, I learned the same things under him. He's a great coach. His name's Dan Fitzgerald. Uh, and he was very technical. He loved uh, teaching the game. And I loved learning the game um, visually through video, through knowing the opposition, stuff like that. And uh, so in that aspect, that's what I learned from him. Um, with the league itself, I just learned to get faster and stronger, as any player does in junior. Um, you know, the GOJHL, even in the Midwest, I think that's where uh, Cambridge was, there was a lot of older players. I was playing against 20-year-olds or some teams with like six or seven 20-year-olds. Yeah. And uh, it's intimidating at first, so you kind of learn to cope with that and not let anything phase you while you're still playing. Right. And I had to deal with a few things, like not always being the guy to go to, um, you know, 
being down in the ranks on a team and keeping my confidence up. So those are a couple big things like mentally and physically I had to get used to in junior. And I think it ultimately set me up to prepare me for major junior. And it wasn't a huge step to get used to the speed there too. So what, what was your year in Cambridge? Like, obviously we're all from Cambridge and very familiar yep. with that experience right um, there. I, I had fun. It was, a uh, you know, we were playing in the Galt Garden, so it was an ancient arena to play out of, but a lot of heritage there. Um, the fans were always good. No matter how good the team was, they were showing up every night, and um, it made it a good atmosphere to play in. Uh, the boys are good, too. You know, I didn't really know what to expect coming out of minor hockey uh, going into junior, but I had some good bets. I had a good um, team that kind of, you know, respected the fact that I wanted to develop and go on to further things, but we still had fun as a team. We still, you know. Yeah, it's good to have that balance. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I totally get where exactly. you're coming from, for sure. Yeah, have a team that, like, I'm young, or I was young at that time, so I can't believe I'm going into my last year junior right now. <laughs> they always say it, and I remember them saying it in Cambridge, like, you know, don't blink because four years is going to be up soon, but um, I didn't believe them, and here I am now. But as a 16-year-old, I was young, and, it was intimidating, but the boys made it easier to play with every night, and it was fun, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then going into St. Catharines, obviously, they folded, and you followed your coach. Were you billeting there, or were you driving? Yeah, yeah I was billeting. What was your first, like, living away from home? What were your adjustments? What was your first experience, like, living away from home? At um, I was the new guy again, so that's what I had to get used to. Uh, going from Cambridge to Waterloo, I was the new guy in high school, so it was the same thing coming from, um, I was going to my grade 12 year, so I started my grade 12 year in St. Catharines, so I had a new school, um, had to make some new friends. Well, that's tough, know. yeah. Um, yeah, I had to get used to a new school system too, um, right. and the hockey, you know, hockey was always there, so that wasn't <laughs> a big change. Mm -hmm. Same league, um, I had to adapt. I had the same coach, so that made it easier, a lot easier. Um, I was definitely more comfortable um, playing under him, knowing I was okay with the team and set where my role was at. And then, uh, but there was a couple of buddies, and I remember in St. Catharines, I've had some most memorable moments there because I had some buddies that just, you don't really know them off the start, but you meet them once and they make you feel like you're knowing them for five to 10 years, right? So, um, it was easy in that sense. I had a lot of good guys like that on that team. Um, I mean, anywhere you go, there's going to be good guys and bad guys, but I've lucked out. I've always had good billet, billets. Um, where I am now, where I was in St. Catharines, um, I've never had problems with where I've lived, and they've always made it easier uh, for me to adapt. So Yeah, that's great. Yeah, my junior was seamless. So. It definitely makes it... Uh... A lot better of an experience because i i'm not 100 percent sure who we were talking to but i remember in another interview we had there was someone who didn't have that good of an experience with billeting and but there's always those those horse oh, stories. Yeah. yeah yeah not even from him specifically you hear you hear the mm -hmm. horse stories like oh they never fed me and stuff like that and yeah. it sucks so it's good like you, most of the time people get good billets and stuff but then there's always the occasional experience yeah. that happens you hear it everywhere too, like, and it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, like I said, I've lucked out. I've never had that to deal with that, and it's made me easier to just focus on hockey, right? Yeah, that's always good. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then after that, you went to the moved out east. After that, that, that was a, a huge experience as well. Um, yep. What were what was kind of your welcome to the queue moment? Like, was that we asked that to a lot of our guys as well? They're like, right. like what welcome to the OHL, welcome to pro. But what was your kind of the moment that made you think like, wow, this is this is happening kind of yeah. thing? Well, right when I got there in camp, um, you know, I didn't know a lot of people, just the staff that scouted me. Uh, but the hospitality of the people um, just from eastern, um, the east coast provinces, like the hospitality there, you know, everybody's nice. Everybody's willing to give an extra hand to help you out. So I had some people that were just willing to drive me around or show me the place. And um, that's what I talk about from the people in Moncton. But on a hockey standpoint, uh, I'd say the welcome, like the most elite moment going into the team was uh, the first game we played. And uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Moncton got a new NHL rink, and uh, that was the first year I played. Oh wow! Uh, was the first was the first game I ever played in there. Cool. Sold out, eighty eight hundred people. Jeez. So um, yeah, walking out in the warmups, um, with the boys yeah the team said and everybody's kind of pumped it's the first game and that's kind of what sold me to the team too um was knowing that i'd be able to play in that rank in front of those fans for the rest of my junior career and uh so when i walked out on the ice in there i looked up and like you don't, you don't even focus on the shots or anything you just look up at the crowd and you're like holy shit like <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but... <laughs> yeah, you're all good. No, yeah, that's all good. Um, yeah, yeah that must be insane, though. Like, Yeah, and, like, like the the opening ceremonies and um, introducing every player when you get your, like, the light shows and yeah. the smoke and coming out to the whole crowd was... That was kind of where it set in. The energy and, must have been uh, so high, like... Yeah, yeah, and right you start to get the nerves. And, yeah. So that was kind of my next... Going into one of my next questions is that uh, Moncton's extremely comparable to the local Kitchener Rangers, and they're kind of the second, right? London's number one, Halifax probably number right. one, but yeah. the sec Kitchener and Moncton are the seconds in the league. Right. Like your attendance is up in the eight thousands average. So like, how how well, especially in the queue where in those lower teams you're getting only getting like a thousand at a game. How how much does it make a difference to be able to play in one of the higher organizations in the league? Um, well, that's just it. It makes the difference, right? Um, so I came from Junior B playing in front of Max, I don't know, 1,200 fans. And then going to there, knowing that there's such a fan base and there's just fans that focus strictly on hockey and that's their life, right? It's just to be a super fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I appreciate it. Um, I'm honored. I try to not to take that for granted because we get a lot of things given to us, um, you know, with the facilities that we get to use and hot tub, cold tub and all the gym equipment and all the swag and gear we get, um, you know, sometimes I can get to your head and you take that for granted. So I try not to, but, um, you know, it's definitely elite. It's definitely makes you feel like a pro at that point. And it just helps you to just focus on hockey, like I said. So, um, the team did nothing but that and playing in front of those fans gets you fired up every night, no matter what game you're playing. Like sometimes you get a three and three or, um, you know, maybe you're playing a weaker team and it's easy to get down and just coast for a night. 
but uh, when you got fans like that and you got people that are counting on you in the stands and especially on the bench, it's it's hard not to play every game like it's your last, right? Yeah, exactly. I bet it was a huge kind of relief. Like, it sounds like it's a great facility, great organization, you know, yeah. like good teammates, good buddies around you to make, you know, just play your game and, you know, score goals, I guess, right? So. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, I'm not been much of a goal scorer, but I try my best. Uh, <laughs> are you going to school up there or are you taking, did you take the last two years off? No, no, I've been, uh, so the Q, I don't know how it is in the O, but the Q has a certain rule where you have to be taking um, X amount of courses, depending if you're in university or college or um, like we still have guys in CJEP in Quebec, it's like high school. And uh, so you have to take online courses. I've taken courses out of UMB, um, New Brunswick. Yeah, so I'm taking university courses out of there, and you take two, two or three a semester, uh, depending on how much you can take as a workload. Uh, but in order to play, you have to be taking those, and in order to get your money back, you have to pass, right? So they definitely keep that in line in terms of school and education, um, just to make sure that you're not slacking around. And like two years can be a lot when it's coming mm-hmm. out of high school and you try to jump right into university again and it's going to be tough to get used to the workload, but yeah. two or three courses definitely keeps you on top. Yeah. And as we're slowly wrapping up, just like a specific here, obviously you're the first guy who plays in the Quebec league and gets to play against Lafreniere. Do you have any memorable moments about him or what can you tell as being the first person who's seen him firsthand? Um, well, I mean, he's pretty special. I think you can see that from anybody or see it from the film you've watched. Uh, so you definitely get those nerves playing against they're a good team too in Ramuski and uh, their fans were just like ours and they're loud and they get up and uh, my memorable moment is uh, I can't say this uh, not everybody can say this but um, we were playing Ramuski and this was coming up from the last uh, couple of games in the season and it was a big game they're right under us in the standings uh, so it was kind of a statement game going into the playoffs. We would probably see them second, third round. And uh, it's sold out because I'm pretty sure he sells out every rink he goes to. Um, and so 8,800 or 7,800, whatever was there, um, was watching just for this one game. And um, he's shifty. You know, he makes you think and defending him is a harder task, I'll tell you that. Um, so I was actually matched up against him, um, and I was playing with Jarek McIsaac, who we got at the uh, at Christmas from Halifax. Okay. And um, yeah, so I was playing up with him because we had a guy that was injured, I think. So the lines were shifted up, and we were matched up against Lafreniere, and they got up early on us. Um, this is one of the like most memorable games I think I played all year. Um, they got up early on us in the first on a power play, um, and the crowd kind of started. There wasn't a lot of action besides that one goal, so the crowd kind of started to waver off a bit and just hope for something to happen. And I remember he, uh, he was like changing the lines, and he was coming down the wing, and he didn't really have anybody to pass to, so he was looking around, and I caught him staring, and I laid a hip into him oh no way and, yeah and the crowd went wild because <laughs> i don't know That'd like, be such how a lot deal. of people can bring him down <laughs> he's so shifty but um i think he was looking 
somewhere else to see if he had a play and he kind of got sandwiched on the board. So um, that got the crowd into it. And then uh, from there, the chance started going and we ended up getting one and another and uh, we took it to overtime eventually. And I was out um, and ended up assisting the overtime winner. So oh, nice. it was a big game for me. Um, I had some exposure from that. And uh, yeah, one of the most things I can remember is just laying him out and getting <laughs> two assists and one was the winner. So that's sick. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun and it was pretty special. And it sucks again that the year ended like that, but that's one of the memories I have leading up to it right so yeah absolutely that's a cool story for sure and then uh, the last question we ask everyone is what next what's next for you it seems like you're gonna go for your always season and what what's where are you, you leading towards school or maybe trying to take a crack at pros somehow and yeah what are your sights yeah so um coming off of last year i had uh, i definitely had some exposure um in terms of pro uh, had a couple of interviews. Um, I talked to some teams and, you know, they, I finally, I've always been underrated kind of going into my junior career, moving around a bit. My name's never been really on the board. Definitely missed my draft year. That didn't help. But, uh, I think going to the queue on such a good organization, um, with the boys that we had from Christmas and, um, just on the team in general and all the NHL talent we had on our team, um, it brought a lot of attention to the Moncton Wildcats. And yeah. so when I stepped up into the role that I needed to when some players got injured, um, it got me some exposure. So pros always been my site. Um, you know, I there's many different ways to get there, whether it be in the next couple of years or, I don't know, 10 years down the road. Um, I still plan on getting there. Um, I do value my education a lot. Uh, like I said, I was studying university online, so I'm still keeping that in the sights. Um, we'll see what comes down to next year. Obviously, everything has to figure itself out with COVID yeah. um, and seeing when the season starts. But, uh, yeah, For coming sure. out next year, if I could have something like HL or, you know, something to look forward to and something I can work for, yeah. Um, you never know, but I also can go to school, get my four years there, and then study what I need to while playing and still developing, and then maybe give it a shot later on. So yeah, it's pros good definitely in the sights, but uh, I I look to get my education too while I'm at it. Right? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you. It's always good that you know have your options open, and you know wish the best luck for you. Thanks for coming on again. I don't know if you have any you. last questions, but really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's been really good.